Hey there, it's Colette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Claudette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on her way to Super Momit, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories. Lauren Melkus joins us today on Our Hockey Life. She's the creative mind and designer of custom clothing brand, The Denim Blonde. Her kick-ass customized team jackets have been spotted on the ladies around the pro sports world. Her and her recently retired pro hockey playing boyfriend, Tim Boyle, have experienced the crazy side of the hockey life with moving countless times and chasing the NHL dream. We can't wait to get to know Lauren more and share her with all of you. Welcome, Lauren. Hi, guys. Thanks Hi. for having me. Yeah, we're excited. I'm excited to see you face to face. I know. I know. It's kind of crazy. I feel like it's so good to put faces to names. I feel like that happens often in hockey, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all keep saying it. Like many guests, I mean, often we follow each other on Instagram. So you kind of feel like you know each other or know each other's kids. And then, but you've really never met. <laughs> yeah. You like know yeah, everything totally. about your life. And then it's like, oh, maybe one day we'll meet. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I make jackets for girls. I'm like, okay, I totally have made, I recognize your name. I've totally made a jacket for you, but I've never actually met you in person. So. Yeah. And I love my jacket from you. Thank Yay. you so much. I'm so glad you like it. I've gotten like countless one. compliments on it. And I rocked it all over the retreat last year and absolutely loved it. Thank it's you so, so fun. much. Kodet, you totally need one. Oh, but I love the. So my problem is why I haven't ordered one is because you have so many good styles. I can't commit to like well, oh, that's so I go back and forth and I see that I say yours and I was like, okay, that's perfect. And then you do another one. I'm like, well, damn it. Like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> They're all so good. We'll have to do a custom one for you. Yeah, we'll that's do something. Fun. And you know what? Actually, the style that I got, I saw um, Lauren yeah. wearing one because she hers was for the Hockey Fights Cancer, but I just love that it had the sequin sleeves. I'm like, ooh, yeah. I have, like a little sparkle. So I'm like, I want that style. Yeah, I love that. I love the sparkle sleeves. Those are a good one. Let's dive right into this since we, okay, already, since cool. we just did with your um, amazing. So where, where did you come up with this concept and how did you start doing these? Yeah. So I, um, I was actually a full-time bridal stylist before I started this company. Um, so I used to actually make them, I don't actually know how I thought of putting things on denim truly. Um, but I used to make them for brides cause I always thought it'd be cute to, instead of having like those tacky, I think they're tacky. I don't know. Um, those tacky like bride t-shirts at bachelorette. So I was like, yeah. this would be really cute yeah. for girls to have like a little jacket or something that they could wear out at night. And and it's, you know, still have a cute little top underneath it or something like that. So I started making them for brides. Um, and then girls, while my boyfriend was playing in Florida, um, had seen them and they were like, why don't we do them for our team? Cause that was the time, like when people started like doing little things creative with their, yeah. with their team gear. Um, so I started making them for the team that I, that he was playing for. And then it kind of just caught on from there. And now it's everything from brides to professional 
athletes, wives, to fans, to, I mean, it's like everything. So that's so awesome. So now I do it full time. That's That's so cool. So exciting. And I love it. I'm sad that I missed that part of hockey team jackets. Like we had shirts that we never wear ever again. (laughs) Like I'm sad (laughs) that I missed the jacket part. You know, it kind of, I feel like it sort of evolved even while Ray was still playing. We, um, I don't know, the year that he went the furthest in the playoffs and won actually, but we were in Carolina and we would do, we would tailgate all the time before games. And we started just cutting up our shirts and just yeah. giving them a little more flavor or mm-hmm. just doing what we literally brought scissors to the tailgate and we're so fun. jacking <laughs> up our, you know, everything. Yeah. And then each year, same thing, like on other teams. And then we, you know, different teams started to do different things. So we were doing t-shirts. We yeah. had shirts made here in Phoenix and we were in Dallas. One of the girls had like sparkled, you know, kind of Jersey t-shirts. We're actually looking at it right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it was fun. And then the jackets kind of, I feel like when we were done too, then the jackets started to show up and I'm like, oh, they're so cute. And I was like, I, I want one. No, I, I miss it. One. I, I want one. I don't, I was telling Bridget, I'm like, but what number of Jasons would I use? Like, cause he's. Like, I know <laughs> that's always funny too, because girls are always like, okay, well, I really want to get one, but, um, just hang on a couple of months because I'm not <laughs> sure where we're going to be or what team we're going to be on or what number. And it's so funny. Cause I can just be like, I, if there's somebody that gets it, it's me. So yeah. <laughs> don't worry. I will ship it to wherever you are. <laughs> well, and you can pick, like, even for me, we played on a ton of teams. So I'm like, I, I didn't necessarily want like a patch from every team, but Ray had, you know, won the cup in 06. So that was the one thing I said to you. I'm like, I just want, I want an 06 Stanley cup on there. And I was actually kind of threw it out there to some of the girls on the team, but I need to do it again and just be like, I think you all need to get a 2006 oh, okay. commemorative so like, jacket. So you put, yeah. so you just put badges so girls can custom like the badges? You can, yeah, you can customize essentially whatever you want on it. And what's really fun is that like for yours, Bridget, you did like something very sentimental, like a nice sentimental patch, you know, and some girls get their wedding dates or they get their, um, you know, their husband or boyfriends or fiance's um debut date or something like that you know it's really fun too. you can kind of make it really sentimental and then you have it forever you know even if it's not a number on the back exactly. you just you've done funky name. ones too where it kind of has like the gucci snake and it's yep. sort of very on trend and uh that's kind of fun yeah. too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the Gucci ones were really fun actually that was my first like full team that I did yeah. was that, um, was that, with- that was when oh. yep that was New Jersey and that was my first full team that I did and um um, Tim's sister-in-law, Lauren, um, helped me with that idea. So that was a really fun one. Still yeah, my favorite, so cool. I think. Yeah. <laughs> they looked awesome. Those ones were great. I loved it. I remember screenshotting it. And yeah. I can't pick a jacket. It's because you keep doing that, <laughs> making these awesome ones. <laughs> well, I have to say, I was following you too before when you're, you had a different name because you were doing more of the bridal ones, but I was following yeah. you then just because of the hockey. Connection. Yeah. I, I switched it because I felt like, I didn't want to pigeonhole myself into yeah. just bridal, you know? Yeah. Um, I still do a lot of bridal stuff, which I love, but I think it's, it's better now that I'm, I can have it for everyone, which is more fun. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Wait, where do you, where do you live? Where are you? So I, I know what's the biggest question in hockey. Where are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right I, now. I am in Southern Connecticut, right outside of New York city. Okay. Is that where you're from? Yep. I was born and raised in Connecticut. So, um, after Tim retired, he uh, he just moved down here. So we are both in Southern Connecticut, which is super fun. Okay, good. To, it's good to have him close. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys? Yeah. Um, have you been doing long distance? Had you or had you? Yeah. So 
Yeah, the only um, I always did long distance while he was playing. I was always super. I don't want to say jealous, but I was always a little envious of the girls that had like you know remote jobs. Um, of course, if we were married, I would have absolutely moved with him. But at that time, I was working full time as a bridal stylist, so I couldn't necessarily pick up and move. Um, so I was always very, I was always very envious of those girls that could be like, oh, I'm staying for two weeks and visiting my boyfriend and going to all the games, and I'll be here for Christmas and New Year's. And I'd be like. Oh. <laughs> I have a job and we have to like cry every time we leave each other. Oh, um, it never gets easier. <laughs> it doesn't get easy, but at the same time, it's kind of nice to miss each other. At least you know that you're hundred percent. Like you really like yeah. each other. Did you ever yes. go visit him in uh, Norfolk? I did. I loved Norfolk. I loved yeah, Norfolk. I went once. Um, Jason was there and I only went the one time. Do you remember that, that flight? That it is not easy to get there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, none of the teams that he played for were easy to get to, oh unfortunately. Jason, <laughs> and then Jason went and messed up on booking the ticket. So we hadn't seen him in two full months. And I'm going from Calgary to Norfolk, which, again, is not an easy path. And no. he booked the flight, sent me the email itinerary, and all I looked at was the price because I was like, Jesus, $3,000 to fly to oh, Norfolk. Crap. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. We haven't seen him in two months. So then a month later, when it was supposed to be our flight, I went to the airport at three in the morning with two kids and hadn't seen their dad in two months. They're so excited. And the guy's like, I can't find your itinerary. I'm like, what? That's so weird. And so I go into the email that Jason sent me and I was like, wait a sec. He had booked it for the wrong month. So I had missed my flight to Norfolk. So what he did was he booked it for like the day he booked it. He booked it for the next day. That's why it was $3,000 because he booked like, a last minute for the next day. Oh my gosh. And then I finally like, then we had to go home, book a new one way trip. And then, Oh my God. It was like an expensive trip. That's when I, it was, that's when I had to fly. And then I had a roundabout way. It was like Calgary to Vegas. Oh my gosh. And we missed our flight from there. So then we had a 12 hour layover and then to Philly and then to um, Norfolk. And I yeah, like, I think I would always fly through Philly when yeah. I went to Norfolk. When I, like, I, I just know. remember they always have like they have the best shopping there. Somehow I always find. I mean, I always find the shopping. I don't know how, but I just remember Timmy coming out of practice and like finding me in the mall and being like, "Are you like are you serious?" Because the mall was like I just remember the mall being like super close to the arena. Yeah, and he I, would always just find me in like the Nordstrom, and I would. Be, yeah. I did the same thing. To Nordstrom. I just because yeah, Jason lived close, so I would just walk with the boys, pushing them in the stroller to the mall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of part of exploring a new city for me too. I just, I seriously, I love to shop. I love clothes and fashion, and mm-hmm. I, um, I don't have to be buying it all the time, but right, that's, that's kind of my like, first thing that I sort of navigate in the city when it was a new one I'm like all right where can I go and I like to find like unique little boutiques it doesn't have to be like the big brand I like to kind of float around yeah so it's just kind of a it's super fun to find to like explore a new city I think that's one of our favorite things to do even now that he's retired is to just go explore cities because you get so used to it after a while you have to find find things to do and places to eat and go and so it's now it's fun you know yeah, I feel like we need to be better about that in our current city. We've been here for five years, but we kind of live in a bubble. You go to the same places and there's so much more out there. Yeah. So I kind of feel like we need to push push our boundaries a little bit. Now, are you guys in Scottsdale or Phoenix? Yeah, we're in Scottsdale. Oh, Scottsdale. gosh, that is, I want to go there so bad. I've heard it's beautiful. Yeah, you'll have to come. Just come for the retreat. Just yeah. As soon as yes. I get the date, everyone keeps asking. I'm like, I okay, I got to get my shit together. <laughs> like, it's time. Like, yes, absolutely. And I can outfit everybody. 
<laughs> How did you and Tim meet? So we actually met in college. He did a brief, uh, a brief year at the college that I was going to that was north of Boston called Endicott College. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we met, um, you know, typical at a college party. <laughs> I was like, I wish I could say it's a cooler way to meet, but not really. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. We've had a lot that are meeting at bars. So meeting at a oh, okay. party is a little different. <laughs> yeah. We both are very like, we don't love um, a super crazy party scene. So we ended up both meeting each other in like the back of the kitchen or something, eating goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> we Where's the food? <laughs> so that was the line? That was the first line? Yeah, I was eating goldfish and he was like, can I have some goldfish? <laughs> I was like, That's sexy. Um, I don't know if this guy's trying to hit on me or if we actually just want some goldfish, which is so, totally fine. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? We've been together about five years now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, who so- made the first move then after that, after the goldfish was a hit? He, uh, he did. He actually lost his phone. I guess it's a cool story. He didn't have his phone. Typical. If anybody ever meets him, you will know he does. He's he doesn't never has his phone. Um, so he lost his phone and like found a way through his friends and his friend's phone to text me and be like, Hey, I, I don't, I'm so sorry. I got your number from like yada, 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 like through three people. And I needed to talk to you. Do you want to come over and watch a movie? So that's how. Oh, so he had to be extra resourceful. That's he like did. That. He yes, he did. But typical, <laughs> never has his phone. <laughs> so then, who professed their love for the first time? Oh gosh, I don't remember. I think I think he did. I'm not sure. I was so long ago. <laughs> I mean, we love you already. We've only been talking for five minutes, so yeah. I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> Uh, so then, so then he, he was, you went to college with him for about a year. Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah. For about a year. Yep. And then he, um, he took a, he went to Wichita, um, and played for the Wichita Thunder, which was a hysterical, hysterical first experience in the hockey world because it was really fun going out there. I drove, I drove him out there, Mm -hmm. but, um, you land in Wichita and you're like, where are we? <laughs> like it, I mean, the team was awesome and the arena was really cool, but uh, yeah, there was not much around, so it was a little bit of a culture shock. Yeah. But um, it was it was a really fun. We went on a road trip to get him out there, so that was really cool. That's fun. So, what yeah. were you studying in school? Did you study fashion design, or did you just? So I was actually a journalism major, and then um, I studied fashion. I did my fashion minor at the uh, um, Florence University Arts in Florence, Italy, which was amazing. Really cool. Yeah, so that was before I met Tim. How long were you there? I was there about six months. Oh, that's so cool. Awesome. It was really cool. I wish I could go back. <laughs> like, Tim, you don't want to play in Europe? <laughs> yeah. A little bit? <laughs> just, just a little, little bit. Yeah, just a little while. Yeah. yeah. Did you do a lot of exploring while you were... Was there a time to do that when you were going to school? Yeah. Um, we traveled, like, every weekend, which was really cool. And I feel like that's the time to do it in your life because, mm-hmm. you know once you have a full-time job and, and such and eventually yeah. kids and a house and a family, it's way too hard to do that. So yeah, we went to every country I could have possibly gotten to in six months all over Europe, which was really cool. Awesome. What was your favorite spot? Oh, I think Greece. Greece is amazing. Have you guys oh. ever been to Greece? No. I have. Oh. I've never been to Europe. Re- oh my gosh, you have to go. You gotta go. This is- <laughs> 
<laughs> Forget the three thousand um, dollar flights to the U.S. Just just put yeah. them to Europe. It's yeah, so stop wasting it uh, across <laughs> the U.S. Take. Exactly, you don't take on my missed flight. Uh, yeah, where no, in Greece did you hit up the islands? Yeah, we went to I went to Santorini and Mykonos, and then like Athens and like those. Yeah, where, where did you go? We went to. Um, we went to Mykonos and Athens. Ray and I went on our honeymoon the year after we got married because the year we got married was, I don't know, he played in some golf tournament like two weeks after our wedding. So we didn't go, we didn't take a honeymoon that year. Yeah. And like, so I go, I, just so you know, we will have a honeymoon. It's happening. Yeah. Point. Right. So I know. We they're not playing hockey, they're playing golf. Like how, yeah. what, how did, how does that happen? <laughs> you know what? Part of it too, I think it was Mario Lemieux. It was one of his tournaments. So he had asked Ray and I'm Got like, it. well, freaking Lemieux asks, no. then yeah. you're going, I'm fine with that. They yes. did send me flowers, which was super nice. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is very nice. I'm you like, didn't oh, you go, you go. Yeah. Feel so bad. <laughs> we did um, Italy and uh, Greece and, you know, it was, it's kind of a bit of a whirlwind. We went early May, so the weather wasn't awesome, I guess, yeah. for laying poolside in Greece, but it really is beautiful there. It's did you love Italy? I did. I did. Uh, Ray and I are, we're kind of funny travelers though. Like he sort of forgets how to speak English, even when he's <laughs> in a foreign country. <laughs> well, cause he's trying to do sign language and I go, you know, you can still speak English. Right. There. A lot of people understand it. Yeah. It's funny. He just gets a little anxious, but, um, it was fun. It was beautiful. We drank a lot of wine and toured around and that's the best part. He, we had booked through a company, but they didn't book everything. So we had to pick a, a car uh-huh. somewhere like the pieces weren't all finally seamless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was definitely some adventure. I thought we might die a couple of times, but <laughs> still married when we came back. We're still married. <laughs> it's time to go back. Probably I were know, you right? with a really good group. Like, did you like everyone you were with? Yeah. So I was with, um, I went with, I studied with one of my best friends. And then when we got there, we met a bunch of kids that had actually gone to our college that we didn't even know prior, which just sounds bizarre, I guess, but we didn't know until we got there and we were all together and we were like, okay, well, we're all in a city together that doesn't really speak English. So we're all just going to have fun together. (laughs) So yeah, we were with a great group, but um, then I got home and then I was home for a summer and then that fall is when I met Tim. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So you never lived with him at all. You just really traveled. No. You really, I never lived with him, but I feel like, um, it was probably a good thing just because he was in, um, he was in the minor league. So you, you really go up and down quite mm-hmm. a bit more, yeah. I think. Um, and so it's a really like a dis. you really do live out of a suitcase. It's like yeah. a disposable home, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think I, that would have been harder for me. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, you know, like um, you don't really think that the guys are living in a hotel because yeah, you, know, you may be somewhere, but you may get called up, and then you don't have a home somewhere, yeah. so you're constantly yeah. packing your bags and right. And it's certainly, I mean, don't get me wrong, the NHL is is very hard as well with all the moving around. I don't take it away yeah. from any of those girls, but the minor leagues is definitely a little harder because you're just like physically just living out of a suitcase, yeah. so. Um, yeah. I feel like that would have been tough, especially cause I'm such a homebody. I just want to like plant my roots places. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, it was good because then we got to see so many states right. and places and meet so many amazing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, feel like it's like the, the best and the worst all thrown yeah. into the hockey life together. When I think about it, my favorite part, some of my favorite parts are 
living in different cities. Yeah. And the yeah. hard parts are moving from cities. Exactly. So, exactly. Or, you know, ups and downs. And a lot of times, I don't know so much anymore, but Ray spent the first six years of his pro career up and down too. Mm-hmm. And every year they changed where the minor league city was. Yes. So it wasn't uh, even like you could keep a place somewhere because right. one year it was in Kansas city and the next year it was right. in Salt Lake city and then yep. like, they moved it. So, and they all changed their affiliates and they yeah, all, exactly. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, um, pretty much like knew nothing about hockey prior to meeting Tim. So I think one of the hardest things is like, you really have to like get thrown into like the link. You have to figure out like the whole system real quick to understand like what is going on, you know, to understand like, where is my boyfriend? Why? You know? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It takes a minute to figure it out. Yeah. Well, and I still don't know the rules of the game and like half the time I don't even know where Jason is. Like (laughs) I gave up. Well, now cell phones, you kind of, it doesn't really matter where they are. You don't yeah. need the phone number to the hotel because everyone's right. cell phone. Yes. I I'm going to sound like an ancient, but we used to have to like get a printed itinerary of the hotel and the dates and all the travel so that we knew where, where to go. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Chat, and then try and like yeah. time the, your phone call so you're not waking up the roommate or. Yeah. yeah. And when I'm sure so, when you guys moved, it was even harder because it's not like now where you can look online. Like, I mean, you could probably have looked online, but you can like even find it on your phone, just like a place to stay quickly, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. There were so, teams and actually that's kind of with why I actually ended up starting the website um, with yeah. shared resources amongst the girls. I know a lot of girls were doing it just on paper, you know, and we'd yeah. get to the city and somebody would be like, Hey, I'm going to write down a few things for you. And this is where you need to where you need to go and best yeah. restaurant and salon or whatever. We didn't have kids at the time, but um, that's kind of why I created the site too. Cause I was like, all right, listen, we need to have this mm-hmm. at our fingertips, shared resources, things that our right. peers have. Well, the Kings loved. had a really good book. They had, yeah. a, they had a pretty big book actually. Yeah. And teams have done that. Yeah. I agree. But often teams though are, they have sponsors that are paying to be in those. Books. Right. So part of it was like, mm, I just want to know when we came here, when we were, when Jason was playing for Phoenix, they had a book. And I was calling some of the numbers, like referrals and stuff mm-hmm. in there. Like half of them, like weren't even like in business. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how old is this book? Like, um, when was this written? Can I just, yeah. I just need like a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> like <next>. somebody. <laughs> That's funny. And did you with? Um, did you get to meet any other? girls like on your visits that you got to be yeah oh yeah some some of my I think that's the best part I mean I I'm sure you guys probably agree that one of the best parts is meeting meeting other girls I think it's just I have some some of my best friends to this day are are from certain teams so it's Mm -hmm. fun now because a lot of them um their boyfriends or fiancés they're either still playing or they're retired and they're all over the country so you know it's a good excuse to go visit we have friends in Nashville we have friends in Chicago um, a bunch in Canada. So yeah, it's, I think that's like the best part too. Cause you just form such a, it, there's something nice that comes out of being in that position. You guys, you're kind of in the same boat, you know, yeah. whether you live with them or not, um, yeah. you're really in the same boat. So I think there's something really nice, like, especially for females when you can bond over that. Cause it breaks down the walls of like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, because I think sometimes girls, when they meet each other, are a little tough to get to know sometimes. So when you're all in like the same vulnerable state of that, it's it's super nice because you could just bond on something very universal. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And there's so many things that you don't have to explain. Everybody's, you know, experience exactly similar things. So yeah, to some degree, exactly. Yeah. yeah, which is like you know, that's I think it's the best part. Yeah, personally. So <laughs> when did um. 
when did Tim retire? Just recently, right? Um, he retired. This will be his mm, second season. Okay. What okay. first first and a half maybe? Yeah, I, I can't. I don't remember. Really. How's he handling retirement? He's great now. I think it was it was it was great at the beginning. I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't have you know he's not getting over that weird. He doesn't have that weird like hump thing. And then for a while, he was you could tell he was definitely struggling with it. Yeah. But um, I think he realizes now that there are still ways to be involved in in hockey in the community. Um, and so that's really it's fun. You know, we still yeah. see our friends and all that stuff. He works now for a really great company. Um, they are a recovery footwear brand for athletes and for um, runners and stuff like that. So he's still in sports, which is awesome. So then, yeah. you know, I think he's dealing with that much better now because he can still be, you know, doing something that he loves. So yeah. it's well, such an adjustment. It is. It's a huge, it is. it's a huge transition and he's young. So there's yeah. so much more of life, but I think that's part of what's also scary. You're like, okay, I've been focused on hockey only my entire life, you know, not just not just their pro playing, but like Absolutely. In hockey and just been told where to be, what time, yeah. like, what to do. Yeah. And I can't really imagine, like he only played for a, you know, a handful of years. I, I can't imagine like somebody that has played for, you know, the majority of their adult life, what it would be like to transition. I mean, it, you're right. You, you really are, grow, you grow up being told, you know, kind of what to wear, where to be, yeah. what to do. And you're such on um, such a routine that sometimes when you don't have that routine, it's, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Right. And oh, I just needed like to have a purpose still. Like, you know, Jason had 100%. hip surgery last season. After his last season, he had hip surgery. So he couldn't do anything at all. Oh my God, he was driving me crazy. He had like his chores list. I was like, ugh, get bent. Like you need to <laughs> yeah. do something, but he couldn't but, do golf. I was like, oh yeah, that's I'm like, tough. you need a job. And thankfully he got it, like he got into coaching right away. But I was like, yeah. oh, please. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you think about it, it's like being told to, you can't do something that you love the most. It's like, oof, that's a blow to the heart. Yeah, a hundred percent. And yeah. if you're not ready, often careers end due to injury or chance, you know, like yep. there's so many things that come into play. Um, and I don't think anyone's ready to be honest. Like Ray had a yeah. really long career, but he was ready. His body was ready. He's like, I'm, this body is Jason done. Was ready. Um, and I, and I think he was ready to just yeah. make the transition to be with our kids and spend right. time. But at the same time, there's something in there that's like always, they're just going to carry it. You yeah. Know? yeah. And I don't think it matters if you played for five years. Like there's always, right. there's always more. You always want yeah. a little bit more. Right? Yeah. yeah. How old were your kids when you, when Ray retired? Um, oh my God. Uh, 12. They were actually really great ages. 12, 10 and like, I don't know, seven or something like that. And what about you, Corda? Um, grade one. Here we are doing math. math. We're like crazy math. Four and four and six. Oh, okay. So younger, yeah. Last hockey season, yeah. Like Easton started to really get it the last year. So Jason was like, "I'll play one more year just because." Yeah. Kind of cool for Easton to watch, like, because like Jason was a goalie, and so Easton would go to games dressed up as a goalie just, like, to the concourse like this is a real job like go ahead and laugh like <laughs> but he That's loved so it sweet. so it was cool for him to have one more year where he got it but yeah yeah, yeah. How was it for you then having him around? Because that's a huge adjustment. Beyond what the guys are feeling, I feel like there's so much that goes on with our own lives. I mean you've been on your own and fiercely independent. Yeah. Uh, and um, now you're in the same city and living together and right. Uh, so it's it's um, 
it's crazy because after, you know, it was a weird time too. I was transitioning from having a full-time job to, I mean, I still have a full-time job, but it's just, oh, it's a completely different job, you know? So I, I was doing that personal transition as well. At the same time as he was, um, you know, he moved to the same city that I was in. So I, then, you know, he was, it was great because we could see each other for dinner on a Wednesday if we wanted to. But then I was like, wait, I'm not used to this. <laughs> I have to rearrange my schedule. Now. Yeah. Integrate them back in. Yeah. 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 So I think you get used to them being away and you get, there's nothing, there's no other choice. You, you have to make a choice of like, okay, I need to find some other ways to not be so sad and missing them all the time, you know? Yeah. So same. then when yeah. they're back, you're like, oh my gosh, I think my heart might explode with happiness. At the same time, you're like, I, I also want to see you as much as I can, but it's, it's a crazy transition. You've got to figure it out for sure. But it's, I, I couldn't be happier having him around home oh, now. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you guys it's, living uh, together now or not? No, we don't live together now. What do you have for siblings? Do you have a large I family? have, I have uh, just one sister. Okay. Okay. So then, and then he has, has a big family. So yes, it is quite different, but um, it's so, it's such a blessing to me to know all of his siblings and be close with them. I mean, they are truly one of the most amazing families in yeah. the entire world. Yeah. Uh, like uh, my family and their family are the, at the top of my list, obviously. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I know Brian, like I knew Brian. He was teammates with Jason, his rookie. Oh, okay, so, nice. Yeah, I know that it's a large family. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. And they're all very different in their own ways, which is I really had to cool. Google it. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's yeah. two teams of people. Yeah. That's yep. a lot. 13, right? There's 13. There are 13 total, yep. Yeah. Wow. Uh, where does he fall in the lineup? He's number 11. Wow. So he's one of the younger ones. Um, it's, it's so cool, though, because you really don't realize how, like, half of the family, I guess, and I don't know if he, if I'm even doing this justice by speaking on his behalf, but half of the family, like the older kids really helped raise the younger kids, right. which is like just a crazy concept to me. Cause I'm like, okay, well my sister used to babysit me, but like, yeah. probably it, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think their babysitting was like, you know, they, they really helped raise them, which is cool. Yeah, that is cool. I'm sure they all kind of had their own jobs. I feel like when I think of families with multiple kids, they, everybody kind of has to contribute. Mm-hmm. They have to. Yes. There's no way one person should have to take care of all of them. Yeah. It's like, it's got to be a well-oiled machine, I'm sure. Yeah, I think you so. Know? It's cool. So are his, where is most of the family? Are they all around that area? So they are mostly, they're all from Boston, the Boston area. Um, okay. They're from Hingham, Mass. And so they are all mostly there. Um, Brian, of course, is playing. And then um, he has a brother that is in um, California. And then he has... Um, another brother who is currently um, in Rome, Italy. Oh, wow. um, he was just ordained a priest in May. Amazing. So he, uh, yeah, so it's cool. So he's been studying in the Vatican um, and but, and then he'll move back to Boston eventually. I mean, it's so it's just so wow. cool. They have so many of uh, different personalities, also professions, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. And where's yeah. your sister? Is she in Connecticut? My sister, yep, yeah, my sister's in Connecticut and she just... Um, she just had a baby last year. So we have, I have one nephew and Timmy has 23 nieces and nephews. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, that's a lot. Well, you have one to now spoil. Yes. There's I nothing like your sister's baby. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I no? spoil the crap out of him. Yeah. Did you say you're still doing bridal styling or? Yeah, doing? I do bridal styling like freelance every once in a while. Okay. Um, so I go to weddings. I dress the girls for their 
their weddings. Um, I help them pick out their gowns, that all that stuff, which is cool. really fun. So how do people like, do you have like a website that people, how do they find you? No, you I actually out? work through, um, my old boss also has a consulting, um, company called Beth Chapman styling and consulting. So I work, um, mainly through her. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and then uh, did I see that you just did a pop-up shop with your jackets at a college? Yes. Yeah. So I did a pop-up recently. Um, We're actually working on right now getting into a couple of retailers across the country, which will be super exciting for 2020. I'm very excited. Um, Got a lot of growth happening, which is good. So we did a pop-up in College Station, Texas. Cool. which is on the Texas A&M campus. And that was super cool. Um, and then, so it's a, it's a store called Hemline and they have about 30 locations across the U S. So hopefully I'll be doing some more pop-ups and yeah. potentially getting my, my stuff where into their you, retailers. And where do you find all your, like your patches? Do you like, do you just source them on the internet? Like, no. So, um, some of them I have wholesalers for, but other, uh, most of the patches we, we actually make no way, seriously. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you design it on mine. Yeah, you yeah. you're designing your own patches too, and then you have them manufactured and sent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where's so that? There's a, China. There's a lot of work um, that goes into it. Huh, yeah. The jackets are all themselves manufactured in um, like Los Angeles, and then they're yeah. sent to me, and then um, we in house put all the like we apply all yeah. the patches. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Cause I just, I, I'm very type A about that stuff. And I want all the, I want the design from when it's like actually designed on the computer to look yeah. exactly the way. Yeah. So how long, how long does it usually take you to do a jacket? Like one jacket? Mm. Designing it is fairly quick. Cause like I could just kind of like, you know, spit all my ideas onto the Photoshop, but um, manufacturing them takes about, I don't know. It depends on what's on it. Maybe like yeah. a two hours, one hour, an hour to two hours for per jacket. Yeah. I love seeing like the girls when they're like Julie Torres had a cute picture when she's walking with her daughter on the concourse and it's the back of their jackets. Yes. And yeah. Like, daughter, I'm like, oh, I love the little minis. We like to put like a lot of love and heart into it, you know, because I feel like especially ones that for weddings and stuff like that, they're very special. So I think that's, yeah. the, that's probably the most fun part. So where do you, where are you um, hoping to see your business in the next few years? Do you, would you ever do like a brick and mortar store? Or do you, you want to be selling to various locations? It's so funny you ask that because everybody asks me if I'm going to start a store. <laughs> I, I would love to, but I think um, I really want to grow into retailers more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's such really good opportunities there and you get to be in a lot of eyes that way, you know? Yeah you get a lot more brand awareness in stores. Um, I don't think I could possibly open up a store within the next five years, just because it's hard to open up a brick and mortar. And I feel like everybody shops online now. I agree. I, I, I'm wondering if those are disappearing even, you know, it's sad as it is. And I actually love to go shopping and touch things, but um, many people (laughs) shop online. I like to touch, I like to touch. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, so many people are, they're shopping online and yeah. Um, for ease and right. for, and then you could like you said then you can you don't have to be stationary because if you have a brick and mortar you really have to be in there and you need trust people exactly and and we do so much like custom that I feel like it would be it, it would kind of wipe that whole aspect of things out yeah we would have to you know stock the store with just like one ofs so yeah that's true yeah. do but, you um what's your favorite part of the des- the design process do you like to um um, Would you rather like have somebody collaborate with you or, or are you like, listen, let me just do it? 
tell me some things. So I'm like, I'm usually totally open to about both, like to both. Sometimes people give me like complete free creative freedom and I'll just ask them like, if there's certain elements of stuff that they want in it. Um, and I love doing that, but I do like when some people, when people give like, you know, some, a little bit of a direction, yeah. just so I know yeah. that like, I'm making something that they'll love. Cause right. I feel like I'm still at this point, like nervous that people aren't going to like, like my stuff, <laughs> which sounds so ridiculous, but it's true. Yeah, like, I don't cool. like this because everybody has a different style, you know? So you, yeah. you have to really kind of hone in on what they would like. Um, so I think I like a little bit of direction, but I do love having just complete freedom sometimes. Um, my favorite part of the design process though, is probably, um, like seeing it all come to life, you know? Yeah. Cause you design it on the computer and then when somebody's actually wearing it, you're like, Whoa, that is so cool. I made that. (laughs) Yeah. Has there been any, um, customer that you've seen or that you've worked with that just kind of blew you away? Like, have you had any fangirl moments over who's wearing the product? Um, I've had a couple of fangirl moments within the past couple of months. And it's so funny because Timmy's always like, stop fangirling. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you are cool. Don't worry. I'm like, okay, I'm not cool enough for this. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. Um, Carly Pierce, the country singer wore one of my jackets for her on stage right after her wedding. And that was a cool fangirl moment. Cause she's just like such a power girl. Like she's, awesome. she's awesome. And then, um, Lauren Bushnell also wore one for her wedding. So, awesome. um, so that was cool. Yeah. So there's, cool. there's definitely been some people that have like blown me away. I, yeah. I love working with um, just like, you know, women or men that are, that are powerful in, in different ways. Yeah. That's exciting. Know. And then it's great for your business too, because yeah. often it's just someone sees it and they're like, wait, I want yeah. that. I want that. Right. You can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. You get, you get to like kind of make people's like visions come Yeah, your clothing. And I feel like everybody to a certain standard, every, a lot of people wear the same thing. Right. You know? So it's like, it's fun to be able to make something super unique for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is different from anything in their closet. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Good for you. We've yeah. just been talking about Kodak and I were talking. I mean, she comes and has to hit up Target. She's, she lives in oh. Canada, but she's just here for a few days. But how do you know about Target? We had it. We tried it. Oh, they just, it they blew it. They put them. So we had this one store called Zellers. And so what they did was put Target in all of the Zellers, which is too many. Like they should have just done one Target per city, not like oh. six Targets per city. Anyways, it just didn't work out. So it, it sucks. It really did have a different feel though too. It just, it there was something different. I don't know what it was. The it horror. I can't good. imagine a life without Target. I, really oh, I like, I went and just, I get my coffee and I walk around and I just smell the smells and right? buy all the things. And You're like, like, oh gosh, it's Starbucks and I can shop at the same time. Yeah, just something relaxing about oh, floating around. I know. I like, yeah. So, but going in, obviously now everybody, there's Christmas decorations all over the place. So we've kind of been talking about gifts, which where your jackets will come in awesome for people. So pay yeah. attention, guys, it might be a really great gift or girls for your buddies. Um, as is Tim a good gift giver? He is. He's a very good gift giver. Yeah, what's the best um, gift he's ever given you? Oh, he, he we usually do like um experiences, like we'll go on trips or something, um, or like a concert. So probably one of those. Like I, I don't love I mean, of course I love nice things, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All girls do. But I like to like just spend time with him more, you know, and like yeah. do things together. So we're yeah. about that too. We do that with the kids' experience. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like those are memories that you, you will always remember and not necessarily will you, you know, things fade, but you can always remember yeah. like a good trip. So totally. yeah. Oh. And it's something thoughtful. I like the thought that goes into to a gift. I love when like men are thoughtful too. Cause it's just so cute. You're like, no. I'm not the only one who thinks about these things. No, exactly. Ray got, one of my favorite gifts, actually, Ray, Ray got me a t-shirt one year because I don't need anything. I can go, I I prefer to shop for myself anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, the other thing. I, I don't, I like to shop for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but he bought me, I love dirty dancing. And so he bought me a Kellerman's t-shirt. For oh, Apple. cool. You can watch that. But I, so this is my favorite gift that Christmas. It was just like the red t-shirt that they wear said Kellerman's on it and I was like yeah. this is the best yeah, it was like so $25 gift yeah. you had to order it from the UK or something but, but right. it was thoughtful it was thoughtful I loved it this. yeah 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 it's just fun to do that totally I, I can't believe Christmas is already almost oh, upon us. yeah how did we how did we get here I don't know <laughs> we say this blink. I say this every year though you blink and it's and it's in your face yeah it's insane I can't totally. shop too early there or I spend too much money so I have to kind of I, I gauge it. I kind of scope things out and then we spend most of our money on food. Like, cause we're always hosting. <laughs> so it's like, cause and again, we don't do gifts. So they pick an experience. So yeah. 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 <laughs> it, I feel like I'm always ending up shopping for Christmas, like four days prior. Yeah. That's probably wise. Always <laughs> and the truth is you, I can probably do it all at target. I could just go to target and bang it all well, up. And you know, what's so hard is like, you think you have so much time and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, Christmas is in five minutes. Just kidding. You don't have time. You have to get gifts for your entire family. Yeah. Do you guys have a plan for the holidays? Um, so we usually do like a Christmas Eve with my family and Christmas Day with his family. That yeah. type of thing to split it up. Um, and then Thanksgiving is always like a toss-up. We, yeah. we kind of just decide last minute where we're going to go. It's nice, though, because his family isn't too far from mine. It's not like it's a plane ride. Yeah. So we can always you know, we can just drive, which is yeah. nice. Has so. your family met his family? Yeah. Well, my, um, my parents actually met his parents just recently. Um, when his brother Christopher got ordained in May. So that was really nice of them to invite my parents, but I think it's like, it's kind of hard. Uh, I was, I remember I was talking to Lauren, Brian's wife about this, like how I don't think their parents met until, um, like right actually before their wedding, because, you know, you're traveling so much as a young couple that like, it's just kind of insane. You kind of just don't think about like, oh, we should probably get our parents together. But like where? I feel like that happens yeah. a lot. You and, know? Al- and, and also you wouldn't want both sets of parents coming to visit at the same time. You know, like if, you know. Yeah. It, well, yeah. My parents never came, like when Ray was playing still, my parents came to visit us obviously, but they were not going to be planning to be there at the same time mm-hmm. as Ray's parents. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult, especially when you're in two different places to get yeah. them together, you know, in one spot. So, yeah. What's on your bucket list? Oh, my bucket list. Oh, that's so hard. I'd love to run a marathon, which sounds crazy, but, um, and then I don't know. I would love to have my company be, um, you know, one of those things you like, you look back and you think about, oh gosh, how did I do that? And then all of a sudden it's, it's huge. Um, that's, that sounds very vague, but the other day, um, somebody sent me, I forget who it was, sent me this, the uh, founder of Spanx 
Oh, yeah. Like was recollecting on her company and saying, I can't believe that I started this out of my garage 20 years ago. Yeah. I just feel like that's such a bucket list moment in your life to be like, wow, I built something literally from the ground up. Right. Yeah. So let's, let's hope. <laughs> yeah. I hope to be reading that in 20 yeah. years too. Or yeah. not five years, yeah. 10, who yeah. knows? Oh gosh, it's five years. I'll it'll be real fast, but <laughs> yeah. And you'll get on the marathon. Okay, you have a dog. Is it a running dog? Do you take this? No, I have. Um, I have a. She's technically a hunting dog, but we don't hunt okay. with her or anything like that. She's just like pretty. She's, she's not a runner. <laughs> no, she doesn't run. She's one of those dogs that pulls you. Like you yeah. don't like. She'll pull you down the street. Like she will run you. You will not run her. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys oh. have dogs? I did. Yeah. Big dog, small dog. She fosters. She fosters animals. Oh my gosh! God bless your soul. I want to do that so badly. If I am cut off for now, but yeah, we'll see. And we have a dog. We oh, finally, what can I do? We finally caved a couple of years ago. Uh, Ray had always promised the kids when he retired we could get a dog. So I was like, I'm not having one <laughs> while well, you're still playing and leaving. Yeah, I just didn't want that responsibility. To move it so, around is is pretty difficult. I'm sure. Oh, we yeah. used to have to drive our dog everywhere because we couldn't fly him. And yeah. so we would drive him to like Pennsylvania and like literally all over North America. Just yeah. 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 The, it, the dogs are like another child. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And often people don't want to watch them. It's a little trickier to find the care. And I, I like uh, to just take off on a whim and I, our yeah. dog had a wait list of people. Everyone wanted to watch our dog. He was, he was so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's what Rizzo's back then. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's easier having a small dog too. Like my dog's pretty big. So it's not like I can just take her places. Like I yeah. travel a lot. So it's a little hard because you can't just like yeah. bring the dog right on the plane, you know? Yeah. But oh. I love her. I'm obsessed with her. I love it. Well, we're so happy you had time to chat with us. Yeah. So busy and I do need to get an order in. I'll Absolutely. I'll throw yes. some ideas out to you and then you can give me your little creative ideas. Yeah. Thank you guys for, for having me. I feel like yeah. I was looking at the uh, list of people that you guys have had on before. And I'm like, why do they want to talk to me? I'm not as cool as these people. Everybody does see your jackets everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that Instagram. makes sense. Where that people makes can me follow you. So excited to hear. Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram at the Denim Blonde, and then my website is just thedenimblonde.com. Awesome. Well, yeah. we wish you much success. I'm sure it'll continue to grow, and um, yeah. we'll be watching and we'll be fanning. Thank you so much. Hopefully, you'll see uh, a couple of teams wear my stuff this this uh, playoff season. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Fingers and crossed. hopefully, we get we get you out here to the retreat as soon as I get the date. We'll make yeah. sure. Absolutely. That yes, I would love to come. Definitely, we'll have to make. We'll have to do a jacket workshop. Jacket. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. we so could cool. bring a couple arms full of jackets and some designs. And <laughs> oh, so, I've got plenty yeah. of them. I'll yeah. bring them with me. Awesome. <laughs> we'll take good care. Say hi to Tim and. Thanks for joining. Thank you guys too. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Take care. Bye Mark. guys. Have Bye. a good night. You too. Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.